The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us with the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone can hear me Lima Charlie, which means loud and clear for all of my SEAL Team fans out there. And we love all of our Go Country 105 fans. We are the Custody Queens. And today we have part two with Tyler Gray, who is a actor, director, and producer on SEAL Team. So we have so much more exciting stuff to talk about uh, with him today. And I'm excited to get into it. So thank you again, Tyler, for being here. My pleasure. So I think before we get into today's episode, we should maybe do a little high and low week in review. What do you think, Kristen? Uh, yeah, I, I love reflecting back on my weeks. <laughs> Usually there's more lows than highs, but I think this week will come out on top. Do you want to start it off or should I? You can. Okay, so I would say my highs and lows this week. My high is I just got back from Philadelphia. Uh, saw my really good friend who's going to nursing school. So that was amazing good time got to see the liberty bell which was fabulous and very very interesting i think i'm now of the age where like i truly appreciate history you know when you get to that age because when you're younger you kind of have no idea what's going on in history class um my low of the week i don't know if i have one i don't think i have a low well then that's killer that's yeah. that, that means you came out on top right all right tyler what what was your high and low of the week oh um it's a great question. Um, I would say my high was uh, did something, which I won't get into detail, uh, but there was some work on the show that was very... Typical SEAL nature. <laughs> yeah. Secrecy. This is very challenging. Um, it's probably the hardest acting I've done on, on the show, I should say. Or maybe not the hardest, but the like like actual acting rather than just like... A, um, so, but I, I was very happy with that. Um, low, um, you know, I think low is always at a, at a certain point, you know, you, you have that doubt, that like fundamental doubt and, and I don't want to call it like depression, but just that kind of fear, that inherent fear. Um, and I had that, uh, one of the days and I was trying to figure out why. Uh, and ultimately it was because there's so much, I personally with a million different things have so much change coming up and that's it. It's not like it's bad. It's, you know, it's just change. And, uh, as humans, you know, we, we fear what we don't know. That's a great one. It is. And, and it, very true. You could have actually took the words out of my mouth. Uh, Sam and I talk a lot on, on our show about, you know, professionals that, that juggle different hats, you know, um, aside being an attorney, I am a manager, I'm a partner, and I have three kids. And I had a tough week last week, and I'm very honest on the show of dealing with bouts of depression and anxiety, and you nailed it. it the fear of the unknown is generally so much worse than the reality. But I am someone that if I don't kind of have a hard look in the mirror immediately, I go down a rabbit hole. And change is uncomfortable for everyone. Um, yeah. But it's necessary to grow, so I think that that's really... 
yeah. powerful. I mean, we all had those days, like our first day on the radio show, your first day in court as an attorney. So, um, but now we look back on it and you're like, wow, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I let myself be uncomfortable and vulnerable because it allowed me to grow. Yeah. And as a parent for me, when I have those low days and I, I have a lot of tools, you know, I, I, again, we always talk a lot about therapy and mental health and, and just making sure that you're doing the same training for your mental, you know, your mental health as you are for your body, you know, the exterior, your muscles, your, your brain works the same way. And when I get into that dark place, I know it affects my children and I know it affects my family as a whole. So it's, you know, kind of having that hard check with yourself and saying, you know, pull yourself out of where you're at and keep moving. So I, I had a couple of days too like that, Tyler. Um, and uh, my high, well, of course, you're We here. all know you're high, Kristen. <laughs> you don't gotta say That's it. a no brainer. <laughs> um, you know, as a longtime fan and just, I have a lot of admiration for what you guys do because I know what you guys do is not easy. And again, the education that you're bringing to the world and also how it ties in to what a lot of stuff Sam and I deal with, with our clients that are in the military. And for everyone that's listening, uh, we do office offer a service discount to everyone that is in the military or a spouse of someone that is in the military and veterans. We do offer a 25% discount off of your bill every month. So if you are thinking about calling to modify custody orders because you're back from deployment or you know that you're, you're gonna be facing some changes, don't wait. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. Yeah, and that's really just our way, our small way of saying thank you to veterans out there and active military. Anyone who wasn't around for last episode, you got to go watch it on YouTube or watch it again because it's great. But just to kind of recap, Tyler's here. He is a producer, actor, and director on SEAL Team. And we also last time talked a little bit about his background being a ranger and a sniper and all that good stuff. So I kind of wanted to take a step back and go to your real world experience being a sniper. And I know that last time we were here, you shared a little bit about being uh, medically discharged. If you wanted to share that, I think everyone would love to hear a little bit about that. Um, yeah, no, it's... Uh... It's one of those things where, you know, when you deploy overseas, I mean, not that that bad things can't happen in training because obviously it uh, can. But, uh, you know, I, I think uh, getting injured, getting wounded is, is something that everyone kind of pushes out of their mind um, because it, it would make the job harder to do. Right. Um, but it's there's there's a, a little awareness there. And, um, you know, on uh, on one of my deployments to Iraq, I, uh, I got blown up in a house in actually Sadr city specifically, um, which is not a nice name. <laughs> um, but, uh, I got blown up on a nighttime raid and, uh, you know, it was life changing, you know, obviously in a, in a split second. And, you know, for me now though, like I have no problem talking about it at all because it's, the biggest mistake that you can do post-injury um, or post-change, I should say, any change, right. any major change, I should say, is have the mentality of, I just need to get back to the way I was. Oh, if I could only get back to the old me. The, is No matter what you do, if you keep trying to do that, 
you will never be able to move forward because it's literally impossible. Right. You're just setting yourself up for failure. And it, uh, with your injury and also just with the what the world's been through the last year, um, and obviously we get a lot of clients or, or people that are calling and they're talking about divorce or change, as, as you said, and it, it's exactly the same advice that we give them. Your life is going to change. You're going from one household now to two households. Your kids are, are being divided in a sense of a timeshare. There is change, but change doesn't necessarily always have to be bad. But for someone to be able to really soak that and embrace it, it it's challenging. Mm-hmm. It, it is, and it's even stranger, like, because I can't think of a single thing in my life that was super, super, the worst things in my life, let's just say, at the time. Right now, I can't think of a single one that didn't end up being the best thing for me. Can't think of a single right. one. Yeah, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And we may not understand what that reason is when we're in the middle of it, but I agree. I, I think that everything allows us, that happens to us, to evolve to the next step. You know, if if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't have learned this. I wouldn't have had that job opportunity. Right. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, this best thing that ever happened to me. No, no question. And, the, yeah, one thing I, I love about your story and it, it's transparent on your social media is is your projection of hope and moving on and not looking backwards because that's something we try to train our clients to is if you don't have hope, you don't have anything, you know, and I, I love the way that you share with the transparency on your social media with the world. Yeah, and it's really true, uh, especially again, kind of going back to family law, when you think about clients and people going through divorce, a lot of times initially it's the, the idea is, oh no, I failed, you know, I'm we, we didn't keep the family unit together, et cetera. But, you know, long-term over time, people often create these really beautiful alternative realities for themselves, whether that's having a different family or a blended family or doing something else. And so it can actually end up being a life-saving thing in a way. Yeah. All right, Tyler, if I were to ask you what your favorite SEAL team episode is or was, what would that be? That's a tough question. Um, I mean, there's there's several that I can think of. One of our best, I think, is two nineteen uh, when well, I won't say exactly Swanee. what happened, <laughs> uh, uh, but the episode with Swanee. I um, loved that, and the that contrast story between the storylines I thought was, uh, and, and I'm friends with the director. He's a great guy, and um, it, it was very well done i'm very proud of that episode i i agree and for i I don't want to you know have any spoilers for all of you that are going to take my advice and go binge watch uh, seal team which is on paramount plus but just a little overview really quick is there was a series of episodes that talked really about mental health um, and diagnosis and the issues and problems that are clearly in place right now with the veterans and their availability to to healthcare. And if something isn't quote unquote in your jacket, you know, which is their medical profile, then they can't get the medical treatment that they need. And again, when I talk about the education that the show brings, you know, here most people will talk and say, oh, that they, they get, you know, free healthcare for life. They don't realize that you get an appointment three or four months out. You don't realize right the flaws with the system. So the way that those series of episodes were portrayed were 
were incredibly, incredibly well done. Yeah, yeah, I, I was very, I, I thought they really assessed um, or, or really portrayed some real stuff that's going on. And, uh, um, and, and, you know, one thing that I wanted to mention, which I haven't said yet, is the show from the beginning, the whole point of it was it's about a team. We never, and this was from Chris Chulak, we never break the team's perspective. Every single scene is from their perspective. There's no politics involved. There's nothing because it's the team. Mm -hmm. You know, you get told what to do and you go do it. And, um, and I think that also is what, you know, we're not trying to say anything other than this is an experience. This is a human experience with this group of people that resonates with, you know, the entire military community. Um, what put them there, what, you know, ev all the big issues that you usually see Hollywood talking about, I mean, that's not what the show's about. And, and I think that's why people identify with it. I, I agree, it's relatable. I'm, obviously, I have never breached a door, but I can relate to a lot of the issues that come up with the family dynamics. Um, you know, I, I love how the women on your show are rising to these top level positions and, you know, bossing the men around, you know? <laughs> um, I love seeing women climb with the men. You know, we all are on this earth together and we are a team and, and you know, it's been a rough year for the team. So I, I hope that we can all make the next year a little bit more united. So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. Tyler, uh, you had mentioned to me earlier that there was an all-female unit. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it was called uh, uh, CST Combat Support Teams. Um, and this, well, there's been several actually. The Marine one was called, oh man, Marines are going to get mad at me. Uh, <laughs> gosh, uh, I can't think of it right now. Um, but I believe the Marines started it. Um, and then the Army's version, which obviously I'm more familiar with, which was called CST Combat Support Teams. And it was basically, you know, I forget the exact timeline, I think around 2009, 10-ish, um, you know, they figured out, hey, like, we, the men can't, literally, culturally, can't deal with the women mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. um, so we're losing half of the people to talk to, glean information from, all these different things. Um, so they put together these, uh, how the Marine one is like, right on the tip of my tongue but they put together these these um these units and then the women because they were put together they were all drawn from different uh uh different you know jobs mos's and then put together in these cultural support teams then trained up and then assigned to special operations units wow. like rangers and green berets um to go on missions and um you know, again, I think in the military's grand scheme, oh, yeah, they'll be on the ground, but their job isn't combat. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, so it's uh, it was kind of a an interesting, um, you know, this was before women were officially allowed into combat MOSs, but that was created and that existed. And it's, it's very unknown, but it's something that was very real. And uh, 
um, you know, I've. Well, been, I think you should write a show about it. I've been you know? to, <laughs> just, just saying, just saying, you know. It's a great story, absolutely is, and I, I think there's uh, there's so many stories within that that uh, that need to be told. Um, I agree. We've uh, had uh, over the last year on our show, Sam and I have talked about you know experiences that we've had as women, and you know where. I've been asked to sit somewhere else because I don't look like an attorney or I am too young to be an attorney and I'm not, I'm almost 41. Uh, But women have evolved immensely even in the legal field, which is still male male driven. But the fact that we didn't even know those existed is crazy to me. Yeah, it's, uh, and by the way, I, Lioness, the Lioness program. (laughs) Right. <laughs> okay, you are redeemed. You only had a couple of minutes to figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, no, I, I got it. I got it. Yeah, Lioness program. And, uh, but there's so many different stories that I've heard, you know, just knowing so many different women, you know. Uh, you guys have had a lot of really strong female um, actors on your show. You know, for instance, I think season one, when you're in Afghanistan, you needed to have women to be able to talk to, you know, the other women on yeah, the show. Yeah. Uh, and then I think one, the, the helicopter crash, I don't exactly uh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. But she was a pretty high up, you know, woman. And I love just seeing these women kick. I, I don't think I can say the A word, but kick butt. You know, I, I, everyone knows where I'm going with that. Well, you know what I love, Kristen? What? I love the idea of you being on the SEAL team <laughs> show. <laughs> because if you know Kristen Holstrom, you know that this girl eats, breathes, and sleeps SEAL team. She okay, loves you're kind it. of making me sound like a stalker. You're okay? not a stalker. You are the ultimate fan. But I think you're more than that. I think that you need to be casted as a potential dead body. I don't know. But I think it would be really fun today if we went through a script. So our producers have went ahead and kind of put together a little script for Kristen and and Tyler to go through. And and I think that it would be fun. Of course they have. Of course they have. (laughs) So and of course, no prep time either, because everything I do, I usually prep way in advance. Um, But I'll play the part. You know, I'll show Tyler that I could, you know, be a good dead body. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I think. I think this is definitely a larger part than uh, than a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know, I, ha- I have to say one thing really quick. When I I think I DM'd you one time, and then I had read this thing about sliding into DMs, and I was like, oh my gosh, Sam, I- am I sliding into DMs? Because I- I'm really just networking, and and you know, so I got all like scared that I was people were thinking I'm sliding into DMs. So for everyone listening, I am not a stalker. I am a superstar. You are a superstar. <laughs> I should be on payroll for marketing, but <laughs> I recognize great work at all professions. So I guess, Tyler, we're going to play a scene where my name is Nell, and I already commented that Nell um, is not the most glamorous name for someone like me, but I'll go with it. Go with it. That's, that's the character, though. And, and you know what? That's this, separating you from the character. Yes, and this does, uh, it, it definitely is relatable to me as a mom of three with, I, a, with a one-year-old. I can imagine. <laughs> All right. I think the baby is finally asleep. (sighs) The terrible two is two. And we're actually awake. Well, uh, what do we do? I think this is our first moment alone since the baby was born. Wait, who are you again? I'm your wife. I'm Nell. Nice to meet you. Oh, uh, and yeah, I'm Mel. Come here often? (laughs) Not often enough. Did it hurt? Did what hurt? You know. Like when you fell down from heaven. Oh my gosh, that is the worst pickup line ever. Well, you look like an angel to me. Oh, stop. Would it uh, 
be too forward to ask for a kiss? But we just met. No, we met before. Once upon a dream. Okay, a grown man quoting Sleeping Beauty is not romantic. Hey, I love kissing you when you're asleep. That's about the only chance we get, because I'm always tired. How about now? Dare we? I'll check on the kids. And that is to be continued. <laughs> I think you would be great. <laughs> That's, I haven't read a script in a long in a long time. You did fabulous. Kristen. I remember my mom and dad driving me in between soccer practice, in the back of our Astro van. You know, trying to get us to memorize scripts. And I do have somewhat a photographic memory, but uh, yeah. And then when you got a commercial or a part, my agent would ring a bell. <laughs> so. Brings Very, back well, some memories. I think fun. you did excellent. Tyler, how do you think this did? I, I think she did a great job. Great job. <laughs> yeah, I did notice, Tyler, that, you know, you, you could, they could definitely introduce some more of your personal life on the show. So, you know, same with Justin. I, I you know, I think I'd love to see a little bit more of you as, as real people and yeah. storylines. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of story to, you know, you have a lot of characters to balance and, uh, you know, we're, we're there to, to do what we can and, you know, whatever opportunities we've been, you know, given, um, always, uh, you know, do the best we can with them. It's one of those things where, you know, you have these, you know, messages that you want to say through, through the main characters and, um, it, it takes a long time to, to set up where you want to go with, with, with each character, with each season. Yeah. And I don't want to give any spoilers, but some of the new episodes that are airing in season three, I think the setup goes all the way back to season one, you know, with obviously uh, the main character. And uh, again, it's just, I I don't want to give any spoilers because you got to go out and watch the shows. We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrop. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. No one asked me what my favorite episode was. So What's your favorite episode? Oh, yeah, I want to know. So I guess I have two favorite episodes, and one was just like the action you know it was incredible and it was the episode where ray you guys are jump neil brown jr you guys are all uh, skydiving jumping out of the plane i think it was the end of season three if i'm correct and uh ray got separated from the rest of the team yeah and he had a real epiphany um you know with his own religious beliefs and internal conflict that he had been having throughout the show or the, the season and it weighed very heavily on him and he had the option to do something that would save his life and the option to do something that without the team it, he wouldn't survive it and you know ray neil brown jr plays an incredible role role in the sh- on the show he's an incredible actor um, but that was a, a mental that was just a personal favorite because the way you guys got airlifted by yeah it's uh, first time it's ever been done on on tv uh, it was oh, wow. incredible they're all it, it was a moment where you know ray had one bullet left and and there was an army of you know terrorists coming after him and all of a sudden you see um jason 
his name on the show. And, um, right? Wait, can yeah. I get that yes. right? Okay. Oh, he literally just says, Ray, down! And then you see the whole team. And the next thing, they're getting airlifted by a helicopter, all of them. So it, it's a moment where I felt that he got through some self-conflict. Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, 221, uh, end of season two. Yeah, it was, that was a great yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and then my other... Um, favorite episode was when Ray finally came clean with with having suffering from PTS. Uh, I noticed that we've dropped the D on the PTSD. Is that correct, Tyler? Yeah, on that scene specifically, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's uh, I won't say a controversy, but I, I understand, the, you know, kind of both sides of it. For me, whether it's, you know, using the word disorder, it, to me, it's not what it is to anyone else. It's what it is to me. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't care what it was called um, because none of those names are exactly what it is to me. Right. You know, I agree. Um, and I think that's part of the thing is like that diagnosis or that label means so many different things to, to so many, so many diff- different right, people. people. And it's also not something even remotely unique to the military. Yeah. You could have, you know, PTS, PTSD, whatever you want to call it from a car accident. So we're talking about a very specific term for an extremely broad set of uh, circumstances and experiences. But I love the way that you guys are, are making it common for mil- people in the military to be more open about their emotions and their challenges with their mental health. I mean, we tell our clients constantly, the first thing I ask a client when they retain that's going through a high conflict case is, do you have a therapist if you don't get one? Right. Um, because your situation is unique and a lot of people are still so afraid to say that they have issues. Yeah. I mean, on that note, I think what I've learned talking, cause I try and help, you know, with what I've learned mentally about myself. Um, I also did a documentary. I don't know if I mentioned it, but that, which I love destroys me. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. I will check it out. Yeah. It's a yeah, great it's, title. Well, I actually stole it from a Latin phrase, but <laughs> then modified it. But, um, it's all about, you yeah. know, kind of the mental health journey I took once I got out after being wounded. And what I learned about myself is the person that is hardest on you is always, always yourself. yourself. Yeah. You are failing to live up to your own expectations, not other people's, yours. And then the phrase that I use all the time is if you've ever said, why can't I get through this? Why is this so tough? Like, those are definitive words that you're struggling with something that, in my opinion, you're trying to get. Again, it's it's a new level of mental difficulty that you haven't faced. You haven't mastered yet. Um, the biggest thing I could say is that everyone needs to really look at their mental health and, like you said, get a therapist. Don't think any one thing is the solution. Yeah and we've shared a lot of information this past year, had a lot of mental health experts on our show because I am so passionate about it is, and you had an accident that you went through during a pandemic, you know, while filming and the way that you handled that and shared it with people and still continued hope was very admirable to me. No, thank you. It's um, the easiest thing that I can say that I've learned is unless it kills you, which then everything else is kind of irrelevant. <laughs> unless something kills you, it really is going to make you stronger because I have constantly thought things were going to break me or even did break me, but I still overcome them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens a lot in our field. So everyone listening, remember, 
tomorrow isn't promised. Tyler talks a lot about this on his social media. So be nice to yourself, love yourself, love change, evolve. If you're not evolving, you're you're not existing. So yeah, um, and also talk about it. For me, I mean, I know I've had unique experiences and each of us here have none necessarily greater than the other. But for me, it's always really powerful to hear someone else's story and that other people have struggled in ways and not because I want other people to struggle in ways, but it's helpful to know that you're not alone and to to get that out there. You know, we all have to realize that we all have problems and it's how we face those problems. And that is very relevant to everything we've talked about today and in family law in general. It's overcoming the challenges. But Tyler, thank you so much for coming back again for part two. I truly, truly enjoyed having you. I love kind of, uh, you know, going through the episodes and talking shop with you. It was a lot of fun. And I think you provided a lot of very valuable information about mental health, your journey uh, with our listeners on Go Country 105. Yeah, thank yes, you very much. Thank you so much. Me. And yeah. if you're ever looking for a Kristen type cast member, I have one for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to be reading the scripts looking for, <laughs> exactly. uh, you know, I got, out, I'll, outgoing blonde. I'll make sure I DM you. <laughs> but thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, as of right now, I am still a custody queen and we are certified family law specialist and you can find us on custodyqueens.com and you can find this episode and all of our past episodes on custodyqueensair.com and uh, they are streaming on all of the uh, podcast platforms but i think it was a great show we loved having you and we look forward to seeing all of you on go country 105 next week and as always remember let, let love, love rule. rule thought it was love had kids in between you can count on us with a custody The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal, professional, legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.